0: Welcome back to episode two of the Jared Brown Podcast, the difference between winners and losers from coaching others and my own biggest breakthroughs. So let me just preface this first that a lot of these four or five points that I've got here today are largely from my own personal breakthroughs and also just working with many clients over the years and pretty much just seeing the trends and the behavior shifts and how people have changed, that it often, it's manifested into this. So this little summary here of these key four or five points, and I've got plenty more down the track, but these are some big ones that I see that really push people forward and I've also pushed myself forward um, in business, career, life in general, relationships, my own personal well-being, uh, how I handle stress, my own body, my health, and basically just overall my well-being, okay? So, I hope these are beneficial. Like always, if you have any questions or comments around the topics and the points that are brought up, I'd love to hear them uh, on social media. So, tag me in your stories on uh, Instagram, shoot me a DM, even shoot me through an email if you like, but I love interacting with the community and seeing if, uh, yeah, we can provide some more value to you to help yourself get better. So, number one of the difference between winners and losers. One is winners take radical ownership of their circumstances. Losers point the finger. Now, what happens when you take radical ownership? You take back the power. And if I'm always taking responsibility, I'm always in control, which is a very powerful stance to be in. And it's very powerful because it gives you the ability and the tools to make change and change things moving forward. If you're having challenges or problems, could be in the workplace, in a relationship, just with your own life, like if you're running into roadblocks all the time and you turn a corner and can take radical ownership and accept that I'm in this situation because of mostly because of what I've done or the things that I have let happen in my life, this is why I'm here right now. Now, it's not about making you feel guilty and get down, it's like that, but what it does is it it gives you the power to say, look, if I am aware of that, that I am in control and I'm in this position right now, good, bad, ugly, whatever the, the circumstances could be, it gives you a really strong sense of, hey, if that's the case, I can also then make a change to make it better. and." It could be, again, like I said, making anything better. It could be your health, relationship. It could be the career, the business. It could be just how you're generally feeling. If you're in a bit of a slump, just know that you have the power and the ownership of your own life to do better. So, I see it as well in people sometimes and in myself. I've done it in the past and I've tried to get better at it and work at it. But as soon as you point the finger at someone for like something wrong happening, could be in the workplace, it could be personally, all you're doing is just like passing the responsibility and the person who can change the situation, you're changing who it goes from. So, from you to the person or to multiple people in the group, if you can accept responsibility and just take absolute ownership of your circumstances, maybe the group's responsibility if you're in a group environment and it gives you power to make moves and make changes it's also strong from a, lead, a leadership standpoint. If a group can see that you're the one willing to take on responsibility and make moves, all of a sudden, you're seen more, more so as a leader and someone who can be like a trusted advisor almost because you are willing to wear it. If you're willing to wear it, uh, it's a very strong place to be in, okay? But the other of that, which is pointing the finger, you're just never responsible for anything. And it's a very unempowered state to live in. Okay. Number two, winners try not to label themselves, which could be in a negative sense. So, if you're going to label yourself, at least make it a positive one. Um, I see this a lot in people and I get caught up too, uh, but I think I'm a lot better at these days when I was younger. So, for example, you'll hear people say like, oh, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a cook. I don't, I don't cook well. It's a label. You're saying you're not a good cook. Are you not a good cook, or have you not tried more than once or twice in ten years? We hear these things, and it becomes so mainstream and a part of our daily language. And I see it a lot when I work with clients for the first time. They're coming to make a change, but they have all these labels attached to them. I'm not good at squatting. I can't squat. Or oh, I don't. I don't drink water. Like I don't. I don't. I don't do. It's like well you're just labeling yourself in a way that your mind's not gonna think anything else other than that. Your mind's not gonna accept that, hey, maybe you can start making some positive change. Maybe you can start drinking water. Perhaps the way you were squatting was always bad and therefore it just felt shit a few times. The labels you give yourself will dictate who you are and who you become and how you live your life, okay? Because behavior change often starts with how you view yourself and how you label yourself. If you label yourself a winner, someone who takes action, takes radical ownership, you're a winner who wants to do better. You're going to start doing things that a winner would do. If you label yourself a fucking loser, you're going to be a fucking loser. Okay? I don't think I've ever seen someone who was winning in their area of expertise label themselves a fucking loser. Think about it for a second. So... Just highlighting that there, that what you put on yourself, how you label yourself internally and also externally to the world if you tell your friends, family, colleagues, partner, the label on yourself will dictate the actions you take. And it's a huge part of uh, identity and behavior change, okay? If you want to start looking like an athlete, start doing what an athlete would do. Would an athlete, you know not prepare their food the day before? Would an athlete skip the gym three or four times in a row? Would they cut corners on their uh, on the activation work and their warm-ups? Like, what is it for you that you think you could actually change and the labels you're currently using? Or well, do an audit. Do an audit on yourself and think like, you know, how do you currently view yourself but how do you want to change or being in the future? And you might be surprised with how, how different you might start uh, speaking about yourself and to others as well. Number three, winners always find a way, okay? Look, Simple fact of life, you're going to run into challenges daily, you're going to run into very, very big challenges, you know, monthly, yearly, Uh, over a course of a lifetime, you might run into some life-altering challenges, hurdles, and problems. So, winners though, always find a way. They are solution-focused and they're not problem-obsessed. Ask yourself if you're problem-obsessed or if you know someone who might be be problem-obsessed because... The two different contrasts in people—solution focused or problem obsessed—is very clear. You can see in people often the ones who are solution focused find a way quickly. They move fast and they fix the problem or the situation. Okay. Most things in life are fixable, but or and very few things that you find yourself sorry, very few things that you find yourself in are truly unfixable. So, like I just said, most things you can pretty much fix all the time. It's just finding the solution. Sometimes that solution won't come right away and it might take a few goes. It might take 100 goes to get something correct, but it doesn't mean that you just stop or you start fixating on the problem. Trying to find a solution, I think, is one of the best ways forward and when I change that mentality for myself, even through business over the years and with my own health, like, thing, you just see the world differently because things start happening faster for you because you've moved on, found a solution rather than being fixated on a problem. You don't achieve any movement by fixating on a problem. However, being solution-focused, you are able to achieve movement, which then leads to progress. Progress being a critical part of, I think, self-development. So, in the end, be the person who finds a solution and become resourceful. The, the back, you know, our ancestors, the one who was the most resourceful and adaptable were the, were the ones who survived. The ones who can't get resourceful, even in business today, the businesses who can't be resourceful don't find a way, okay? And they fail in the end. Number four, winners hardly take things personally, all right? Now, this is one that um, I'm still working on 100% and I see it a lot in others too. So... Take everything with a grain of salt and continue on. And the reason for this is because trying to navigate and dissect why someone has done or said something is often not worth the time nor the effort. There are bigger and more important things in your life to work on. The more outside of your personal circle that this person is, the less it matters. So, think of yourself in a little circle, little bubble, you got your key people in your life, partner maybe, family, close friends. Um, work colleagues, whoever's close to you, I think that the further out that that circle extrapolates outwards, that the less people's opinions, the the comments they say to you, it has less hold over you and less, less merit. Like, I wouldn't value it very much, okay? Mainly because you probably have nothing on the cards with that person in future anyway. Like, if you see someone down the street, right, in the shops, there's a high chance you probably won't see them again if it's like a random interaction, right? If someone's rude to you, maybe they're having a bad day, okay? Maybe they're just having a shit time. Maybe they're having a really bad day and they've faced something in their life that's almost unfixable, okay? If you don't know that unless you ask questions. So don't take it so personally. Um, it's hard not to sometimes. I'm definitely guilty of this. But if you can just understand that people will give you Uh, they'll give their perspective, their input, their comments based on how they see things personally, all right? And we all see things personally on our own level and we then sort of uh, place it out into the universe. And just try not to take it all to heart, okay? The ones who don't take it to heart and just can move forward quickly, I think, They're a lot more stress-free and smoothly. Number five, they don't sweat the small stuff. So this is probably similar to the last one, but in general, they don't sweat the small stuff. And as a summary, like life is short, so move fast. Meaning, don't get caught up on all the small things that probably don't really matter. Um, When I see when I coach clients, the ones we're getting caught up in all the small details that aren't that we know aren't yielding a result. The ones that caught up in those, we, we, we find they get sort of held back, don't progress as fast as they could. However, on the other hand, the clients who do, who can move fast and don't sweat all the small things, can consider the bigger picture of what it is, they usually see a really good result like a lot faster as well. So don't sweat the small shit, life is short, move fast and try to let things that probably won't affect you in the long term get to you today like just don't let it sort of affect your little your little bubble you want to create build a strong one and the small stuff can can wait or it doesn't have to penetrate the bubble right um but between winners and losers again uh I was someone who I think I used to sweat small stuff a lot more especially when in my early 20s in my early 30s now but being able to move fast, not sweat it, not worry about things so much, and focus on the big picture with the the big movers, I think is really important. I see it a lot with our with our clientele. Okay, so obviously after this episode and going through those those five points, I think deep down everyone wants to be winning in their own way. All right, winning in in, in their own life and in, uh, attaching their own mean their own meaning to what winning means. So I think that if you're listening to this podcast, you want to be a winner as well. Uh, I know I want to be a winner. And I think there are some really key differences like the ones I just mentioned that can help get you out of a, perhaps a losing mindset could be the right word, but just get you out of a a funk. And I think if you look at all the ones I just mentioned with the two contrasts generally in each one, that the positive way of going about it is what pushes you further and faster ahead. And that's about it. Okay, so thank you for listening. As always, I appreciate that. And yeah, any questions, shoot them through on Instagram. And even we might try and get the question going for the listener questions in future. I'll ask it on the Instagram first. And then from there, I will answer it on the podcast. Hope you enjoyed. Share with a friend and yeah, I'll see you in the next episode.